Good morning and welcome back to another episode of the Hit Bodies podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Pleasant, and I am coming at you today from my car. So if you hear like any background noises, I it's I'm just sitting in the car. It's just running with air conditioning. More importantly, it's keeping bugs from biting me, which I I want to talk about in a second. Um yeah, but okay, not about bugs biting me, but just about where we live. Okay. Anyway, real quick, if you're new here and you're wondering what the Hit Bodies podcast is, I always got to give the spiel because it's kind of weird. So Hit Bodies is a workout group that I started way back in 2017. And I started it because I wanted to create workout videos that as a trainer, I would legitimately do myself. And so I started going live and doing these workouts and then it just, it turned into a thing I did every day. And it's become this like all-inclusive membership website And it's so much fun for me. I truly, truly love it. And one of the things about my workouts is I'm not like picture perfect trainer, just motivating you the whole time. Again, it's recorded live. So it's like you're my workout buddy and we have girl talk every day. And so this podcast is really just an extension of that. It's just a chance for me to give you the scoop on what's going on and maybe ask you some questions too and hopefully provide some sort of takeaway. So if you're kind of nosy, you like some girl talk, then this is a great podcast for you. Well, my husband, today I saw him like writing down all these numbers and he just looked so focused and it was kind of, it's kind of unlike him. Um, and the numbers were big. They were like cost of house type numbers. You know what I mean? And he was just like, had all sorts of numbers on there. And, and I was like, well, what's this? What are you doing? He's like, just don't worry about it. And, um, so all day I've been like dying to know, like, what was that? Right. And he like, wouldn't tell me in that moment. I was like, okay, maybe he doesn't want to tell me in front of the kids. And then later on he goes like, how would you feel about selling everything and like moving or whatever? Okay. And this isn't the first time this has come up. So I want to first tell you every year, this time of year, when it's like hot and humid and miserable, my husband is just itching to move. He hates it here. But then like once the weather cools down a little bit, he's like, I wish I could be like this every day. This is so great. I love this. And like, to be honest, it's really just miserable. Like, and this year was kind of late, like sometime around like mid June to like September. That's that's like the gross months here. And I will admit it's pretty gross. Like you're outside, it's humid. It's like 90 plus there's bugs. It's bad. Okay. The other thing, my husband doesn't like the beach, which living in coastal North Carolina, the beach is a huge draw. Like that's, if you don't like the beach, like what are you going to enjoy here? But my husband doesn't like the beach because he doesn't like sand and he like swears the sand is like stickier here. Like it sticks to your body more or something. And I'm like, I don't, I think maybe it's just the humidity. I don't know. I don't know. But I really believe I have this belief that like where you live is what you make of it. Cause the first like year I lived here, I was like, I was very depressed. I was homesick And surprisingly, I wasn't homesick for Seattle where I grew up. I was actually really homesick for Montana, just the town I lived in before because I had made friends so quickly there and I just, I wasn't feeling as welcome here in North Carolina like I did in Montana. But like now it's been about four years since then and I, 
I have a lot of really great friends here. My kids have friends. Like I, I don't know. I feel like I don't want to leave. And I think the more you get roots somewhere like that, it's really hard to leave. And it does not interest me as much (laughs) to, to start over. And like, yeah, I think a big one too is like, if we move somewhere new, my husband, he would more than likely get like a regular day job. Right. And so he would go and make friends at work. You build like a whole little community of people at work. And within a few months, like you really have like a solid crew, right. Of like people you can chat with and you still keep in touch with people from where you lived before and whatever, like, and you're good. But when you work like myself, when you work from, from home and my kids are small, it can become really isolating really quick. And I, I know that because I know how hard it was for me my first year of having Kevin. Like I didn't have any mom friends. I really had to create that community for myself and it's not easy. So while Wilmington is not perfect, I am personally perfectly happy here. (laughs) It would take a lot for me to leave but I, I would love to bring Cameron on so he can really chime in on this discussion and share his thoughts and where he's coming from. I personally think it's just his usual annual, I want to get out of here. It's hot and miserable. He had to mow the lawn today. It's hot. I think that had something to do with it. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on because we, we had a rough week here in the Pleasant household. Um, we, I won't get into detail, but we had to say goodbye to my dog, my dog, Miley. She, she was my dog since 2011 was when I got her and she was, she was not a puppy when I got her. She was somewhere between three and five years old when I got her. So she really did live quite a long time, but it was still very hard to say goodbye to her because, you know, she was my, my first real baby. Right. And I, it felt like such a grown up thing to do. Uh, so we, we had, I don't want to, again, I don't want to get into detail, but it was, um, it was done in our home and my dad did this with, you know, family pets over the years. I mean, even my mom, I don't think my mom even went like my dad would just always do that. It's, it's a very hard thing to be a part of. I will say that. Like I did not, I I didn't want to not be there for my dog, but I didn't want to be there. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It was just, it was really hard. But let's get to the point here, Chelsea. Like, okay, thanks for the depressing story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me move on. So it made me think about like time and how it's like this crazy important asset that we just effing waste. Oh my gosh. Can we talk about that? Like how, how many hours are you wasting scrolling your phone? This is not coming from a place of judgment because I'm absolutely spend way too much time doing that. Uh, and among so many other things that I, I don't want to waste time doing anymore that I've just been thinking about, like things that are pulling me from what I really want to invest my time doing. So here's another thing that's just like kind of make, making me think about time. My daughter is about to turn one. What? Where did this freaking year go? Are you joking? She's about to turn one? Like, my mind is blown right now. And I'm like, did I take enough pictures? Do I have enough videos? Did I, like, soak it up enough? I don't freaking know. Probably not. So all of this has inspired me to be more intentional with how I spend my time. Because I'm kind of mortified 
when I think about like what I actually accomplish in a day. Like you guys, if you know me at all, if you follow me on social media, you know that I am physically incapable of putting my laundry away. I just don't do it. I do. I trust me, scroll my phone. I sure make time for that. Um, I watch TV. Yep. I make time for that. Like I spend a lot of time doing dumb stuff, but I cannot seem to care enough to put my laundry away. And then it like annoys me every time I open my closet. Like I feel weird, like in front of my husband, who's like a neat freak. I'm like, "Mm, sorry for me being my disgusting self. You know what I mean? And I don't like it either. Like I don't like having a mess, but actually, can I just say something about that? Because I let it get so messy every single time. I clean my, every single time I go to put my clothes away, nothing has an appropriate home anymore. Therefore it turns into a deep clean. We're reorganizing the whole closet. We're going to give everything a home. And then it, it, I don't do it again for three weeks, three plus weeks. So then it's the same thing next time. And so it gets delayed even longer because who has time for a deep clean? You know, it's just, it's, yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole vicious cycle. Oh, (laughs) Oops. Okay. Sorry. I don't know if you heard that. I just turned on my signal for a second. So anyway, I am, I am going to schedule my time more intentionally, meaning I have a plan for my day. I have a plan of when I'm going to start dinner. I have a plan of what I'm making for dinner. I have a plan of like when I'm going to leave my phone upstairs and play with my kids. I'm going to have a plan for when I put my clothes away while my kids are like with me, I literally going to have like, this is when things are going to get done. And it's the time is already set aside and on the schedule. You feel me? Because I'm very go with the flow kind of girl. And like, I'm still going to be that. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to like stick to my schedule, like super, super strict, but it's like, at least having a starting point puts me on a better trajectory than what I'm doing now. Because again, time is my most valuable asset and I have been blowing it. And the thing about time, there's no way to get more. There's no way to earn more. You know what I mean? Like we're, we don't even know how much we have. So it's like, let's make the most of it. And like that it's finding that balance too, right? Between like being a productive human and spending quality time with loved ones, but also like, you know, like with kids, Here's an interesting thing. This is like going to be a random tangent for a second, but people are always talking about like, don't worry about cleaning your house, like your kids or whatever, like, you know, like spend time with your kids. Don't worry about it being clean. Like I agree with that to an extent, but I also think kids should from a young age, like I'm talking like as soon as they can walk, like be setting the example of picking up after themselves and encouraging them to, because I, my husband has been so good about that with my son and I'm seeing that in him now and he values like a clean and tidy space. And I, I, I'm not that person and I'm not blaming my parents for that. I think like my older brothers probably picked up a lot for me and my mom picked up a lot for me. And I just, because of that, like I can, I'm, I still struggle with that. I'm trying so much harder to be better about it. But yeah, like, I just think it's good to, you don't have to be like, super, super psycho strict, but it's like encouraging picking up after yourself. And and that includes like, if you go to a friend's house, right? Like I don't want to take my kids to a friend's house and they like mess up all their toys and then leave. And like, no, like we're going to offer to clean up. We're going to, you know what I mean? Right. I don't know. Where do you guys stand on that? Kind of random. I feel like so many of my topics that I talk about is it has to do with kids. And that's just, you guys have to understand it's a big part of my life right now. 
Um, and I never actually thought I'd be a mom. I don't know if you know that about me. I never planned on having kids. I, when I thought about it, like when I thought about if I wanted it, I wasn't, I didn't have like a deep, deep desire to, um, but I wasn't against it either. I actually really wanted to like foster children cause I thought like I'd be pretty good at this, but, um, but that was just kind of the direction I thought I would go. And I still do like have a desire in my heart to foster, but I kind of want to wait until my children are a little bit more independent and they can kind of wrap their heads around what's going on. But that is something that I would love to do. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> the, the, to wrap that one up, don't waste time. And if you have any good ideas for me beyond like scheduling my day like that, definitely let me know. I kind of like looked into like time blocking. If you've heard of that, I don't know. I've just been going down to some different rabbit holes with it, but I just want to be more intentional. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on to uh, something helpful. This is a topic that I've discussed before, but I never on the podcast. And so I think this is a really good time for me to talk about it. So when thinking about exercises, okay, we're going to talk about workouts for a second because I talk a lot about nutrition because let's be real, that's what like a lot of people struggle with. But with workouts, I see a lot of people doing dumb stuff out there, super dumb stuff. And like, hey, I'm not going to ever leave like a troll comment or anything like that, but I can't help but think to myself and you know, hey, this is my platform, so I'm going to share my thoughts, okay? So when you guys see a move that is like a lunge and you hold the weights like maybe at your shoulders and then you do like a shoulder press while you're doing a lunge or you balance on a BOSU ball while on one leg while you're doing bicep curls or you do, do you kind of get where I'm going where you're combining a bunch of different things? Let me explain what happens when you do that. Okay. Let's take a lunge with a shoulder press. So when you take a lunge and a shoulder press and you combine it. I can make it sound really sexy. This is targeting your shoulders to create sculpted arms and it's targeting your glutes, your quads. Like you're going to have toned arms and toned legs, right? Like, and you're like, Oh hell yeah, I'm going to do it. Right. Okay. Back up, back up. You know, what's really happening. You're taking a lunge and you're taking a shoulder press and you're getting less out of both of them. Okay. Because if you would just focus on the lunge you would be able to engage those muscles more, likely go a little bit heavier, and you would get more out of the lunge. And then if you just did the shoulder press, again, you would be able to go heavier, engage those muscles more, and get more out of that shoulder press. When you try to combine the two, you get less out of both, okay? It's not working smarter. It's trying to be, like, cute for social media and it confuses people. (laughs) Okay. Um, if you want like a cardio move that maybe gets your heart rate up with a little bit of like, you know, the muscles are doing something as well, then, okay. I could see that being an effective move for that. But, um, and that's where like something like if you, if you're in hip bodies, We do dumbbell thrusters sometimes, and that's where you do a squat with a shoulder press. Well, the reason I combine those two is because a squat uses both legs, right? So you're able to lift lift a little bit more, and it often allows you to do more than you typically can with your shoulder press, like as you get more comfortable doing the exercise. Um, And it's crazy 
from a heart rate standpoint, like it gets your heart rate up so quick. So it's like, you kind of get the cardio benefit and you get the, um, the strength benefit from it. So that's like a time where I do combine those two types of moves. But when you're taking two moves that require quite a bit of focus and you just, I don't know, you just make them confusing and don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. And I know it's not as fun and sexy to do like the boring basic moves. And so like people are constantly out there trying to like mix it up and come up with something different. And Hey, if that keeps working out interesting for you, baby, do it, do it. Okay. Like have fun with it. It's your workout. Okay. You don't have to like take this advice, but I'm telling you from like a results driven standpoint, it's not, it's not what I would personally recommend. Okay. But Hey, how much does my opinion matter? Right. You do you. Okay. I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. I swear, but it's just like something I've been seeing on social media lately. So I wanted to kind of just drop that little tip. Wow. This, I'm like looking at the time right now. I haven't talked near as much as I normally do. The truth is I'm very thirsty right now and I'm stuck in the car, so I don't have water nearby. That's okay. Let's move on to what we are doing inside hip bodies this week. So we were doing fit girl summer and we had kind of like a theme over the last few weeks, but I was over it. I was over it. And I asked everyone like, Hey, are, would you be cool if I like switched it up next week? And like most of them were like, hell yeah, let's do it. So we're switching it up. And the theme is don't be lazy. Okay. So it's kind of fun. So we have, it's going to be a timer based workout and I have these different circuits. And so it's like, I think there are about five exercises. So the first round you're doing one minute per exercise, but I'm going to encourage you to push yourself where you can't go the full minute. You do what you can during that minute, rest the rest of the minute. And like, and like, if you could, okay, like you're 45 seconds in, you can randomly get one more rep in. Cool. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you just do what you can in that minute, but I don't want you going so light that you can go a whole minute. Do you get what I'm saying? Is that confusing? Am I making sense? I feel like I'll make sense when I explain it during the workout, but it's like hard on a podcast right now. Anyway, so you blow through the circuit one minute of each. Then we move on to 45 seconds of each and then 30 seconds of each. And basically you rest in between rounds. So it's going to be really fun. I'm very, very excited. I'm excited for the new challenge because I feel like this is going to be a combination of strength and endurance. And if you feel comfortable enough with the exercises, you'll really be able to build some new strength and, um, maybe I, I don't know why, like hit a new PR sounds so douchey to me, but it does like, Oh yeah. Hit a new PR. I don't know. I don't know why that's not, but you get what I'm saying. What, what is a better way to say that? How could I like not say that? So I just paused the recording for a second and I looked it up. I was like, what's another way to say hit a new PR. And it was so lame. It was like, hit a new achievement in weightlifting or running, you know, whatever. So maybe there's no other way to say it, but I don't know why it just sounds weird to me. And I never, you'll never hear me just be like, Oh yeah, I hit a new PR today. I don't, I don't say that. What do I, what do I say? I think I just say how much I lifted. I think that's what I say. I'm like, Oh, I lifted blank today. Like I lifted 200 pounds today or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Anywho, wow. So I got really off on that like PR tangent. So back back to the workout. 
So the circuit itself is going to be primarily strength with a splash of cardio. And that's how I try to keep hip bodies workouts primarily strength with a splash of cardio, because that's where the results are baby. Okay. And if you don't know why, let me explain it because I talk about this sometimes, but I feel like I haven't talked about it in a while. Okay. When you lift weights, I want you to imagine your muscles. Okay. So your muscles are a piece of paper and now you've just like put all these little rips in them. Okay. So I can't just shove the pieces of paper back together, right? Like they're not going to stay. I need to add like some tape or some glue or whatever. Well, now there's more to that piece of paper than there was before. It's now repaired itself, but it's like a little stronger than before, right? Like it's, and so it utilizes resources, AKA calories to repair itself. So the workouts keep working after you do. So even if your goal is weight loss or fat loss, you want to be lifting weights because the workouts, you get more out of them for longer. Okay. They keep working after you do. And that's like a weird thing for people to understand is like, you don't have to be like (gasps) at the end of your workout. Like you can just like, you can be chatting like we are right now through your workout and it's okay. You don't have to be dead, but like also that cardio high is kind of fun, right? Like when you like just really crush a cardio workout and you're like dripping sweat and exhausted, there's like, there, there's something there. There's something that we like the endorphins, right? So anyway, that's why it's a little bit of both. And plus like from a like heart health perspective, it's good to get some cardio in as well. Yeah. So that is what we are doing inside hip bodies. One of the other things that I like to share is what my favorite meal was from last week. And this is, I don't always share it, but I'm going to share it this week because it was a standout meal. Uh, I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I'm sure of it. This is a Rachel Ray recipe because I just was like, you know what? I haven't made a Rachel Ray recipe in so long, like since before the holidays, I think. So I went ahead and made up the steakhouse shepherd's pie on Friday night. This is a shepherd's pie where the filling is like ground beef, mushrooms, onions, little Worcestershire gravy. It is so dang good topped with mashed potatoes with blue cheese in them. Oh my gosh. And then sprinkled bacon on top. Get out of here. It's so good. I ate like way too much of the leftovers last night. Like I was actually uncomfortably full and I don't do that often where I get like uncomfortably full, but yeah, I was there. I was there last night. So (laughs) whoopsies. I hate that feeling by the way. Like I, I just, it was so good. I just like kind of forgot my full cues, you know, like, Oh, Chelsea, we're good. Like we're good, but this is better. (laughs) That's like what my brain was doing. So yeah, it was amazing. Um, what else? What else was there? I don't think I had any other really standout meals this week, but it did kind of like refresh my memory on Rachel Ray and some recipes that I really want to go back to in the next couple of weeks. I'm really excited because this coming Friday, I'm going to make the Rachel Ray wingless Buffalo chicken pizza. We do, we've kind of done pizza night a lot on Friday nights. And I just honestly am at the point where I prefer to make my pizza because if I'm getting good pizza, we're spending $60. Okay. And if I'm getting like eh, pizza, I'm still spending like 20 to $30. And it's like, I just want to make good pizza at home and not spend either of those amounts. So that's what we're going to do. My husband, when he makes pizza, he likes it like a Mediterranean style pizza. He likes like a pesto, you know, feta cheese, like that whole type of situation. 
and I, for me, if I'm doing that, I'm a sun-dried tomato girl. And my husband is not a sun-dried tomato boy. Like, he likes it, but not the way I do. Like, I would rather have sun-dried tomato pesto than, like, basil pesto. <coughs> wow, I really need water. BRB, I'm going to go get water. All right, we are hydrated. We are now outside. It's a nice night. It's hot. But I'm not getting eaten alive by bugs right now, so I'm feeling all right about it. It's just, it's nice. Like, I like when there's, like, a little bit of a breeze. I really like my front porch because I have some palm trees on it right now. I have, like, some pretty flowers. I don't know. There really is something to be said about, like, making where you live, like, a little oasis. And it takes a lot of work. That's the thing about, like, you know, the bigger the house you have, the bigger the yard you have. It's, like, really hard to make it an oasis. (laughs) Like thing like an area will get out of control real quick, like weeds and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I, where we live now, we really don't have very much land. I think our lot size is like just under half an acre, which is large in my opinion. And it gets out of control so fast. I hate flower beds because all they are is just like a place for weeds to grow. If you just pretend it's grass and you can just like mow it, you know? I'm a big fan of just mowing the weeds and living in like ignorant bliss that like it's it's grass like right I actually went down a rabbit hole recently on clover lawns and so I'm trying out some different patches in our yard to see like how the clover best takes like what do I have to do to get it to take well and I mean we have some clover coming through and if you don't know about this okay it's not just like your whole lawn is like immediately clover. You kind of just like let it slowly choke out the weeds. And it's like really nice because it only grows to a certain height. Um, it attracts pollinators, which some people think is a bad thing. Cause like, hello, it's a bee, <laughs> but it's so soft on the feet. It only grows to a certain height. Like you still typically mow it, but you want to like wait until it like flowers because then it, the flower, like spreads more of the seed or something into the I I okay I'm gonna shut up because everything I've learned is from TikTok I don't know how true it is but I'm just rolling with it I feel pretty confident in it now I will say not everything I've learned is from TikTok it all started on TikTok and then I pretty much confirmed it on random websites does anybody do that it's like you fact check TikTok but like I feel like I'm pretty good at discerning information discerning what's true and what's not we all have our strategies on how we do it, you know? <sighs> okay. Anyway, moving on. Moving on to unpopular opinions. This is a hot take, but I have not worn toenail polish since before the pandemic. I'm serious. I have not. And I don't miss it because if you're anything like me, it's really hard to keep up on it. So then you just end up with the chipped toenail polish slash grown out toenail polish, which is not a good look. It's just not a good look. And I saw something on TikTok, I don't know, probably like a month ago, and it was about like naked nails coming in style. I was like, I was born ready for this. This this is my era. Natural girl, naked nails, like not quite hippie mom. Like I, I feel like I don't give like hippie vibes. Like I, um, I was at a birthday party the other day and there was a mom there that like, she gives hippie. She has dreadlocks. She does not shave her armpits. Pretty sure she wasn't wearing a bra. Like that 
is giving hippie. Like, she rocks it head to toe. I don't feel like I rock a hippie look head to toe. I feel like I try to be, like, trendy and cool in some aspects. But, like, some things, it's just, like, I can't take it on. I can't take on the responsibility of doing my nails, you know. And even uh, hair color and hairstyling, like, that's a lot for me. So I, that is a more natural look. I don't know. I like to think of it as, um, maybe my look is like beachy. Could I go with that? I do remember I had a friend that studied abroad in Australia and she said all the girls in Australia didn't wear toenail polish. It was like this beachy, naked, nude look, right? Is that the right word? I feel like I just said naked and nude like way too many times in just like the last couple of minutes. Like I feel, I don't know. It's not like a bad word, but it's just like, we're talking about nails here for a sec. Okay. Anyway. So like my unpopular opinion is like, I think we need to just back off on nail polish. Like we need to remove the pressure of women to have your nails done. And especially of these poor young girls who are trying to keep up on this because the cost of getting your nails done has gotten astronomical. And I don't know if that's everywhere or just where I live, but back in my day, (laughs) anytime I say that, I feel old as shit when I say that. I do. I feel so old. But back in my day, a full set of acrylics was 20 bucks plus tip. Okay. I can hang with that. That I can do. I'm not going to do it, but I can do it. And also back in my day, I found a really kind of like hole in the wall salon where I could get shellac every two weeks for $11, $11. Okay. Once again, doable. I kept up on it actually for like, I would say a solid like four months. I was regularly going for my $11 shellac. Hey, I tip. Okay. I tip, but like looking back, I'm like, there's no way anybody was making like a livable wage and paying rent on those prices. You know what I mean? But nowadays these nail artists, it's expensive. I mean, they're doing beautiful work and I do believe that like people should get paid adequately for what they do. Like, Hey, that's amazing. It's not for me and I'm not going to be that person. But I, but I also think like we should not be putting pressure on young girls to spend money on that. There's a lot, like, don't you guys feel like right now in today's day and age, there is so much more pressure on young girls to have so many things done for their looks. Like a lot of girls are wanting lip injections. They're talking about like getting Botox at really young ages for like maintenance or whatever. Or no, sorry, preventative is what they call it. Preventative Botox. I even saw there was a girl getting Botox on her traps to make them less prominent. Don't do that. Okay. I'm just going to like, don't, I do not recommend that. Okay. Strong muscles are always cute. That's just me. And I think like visible traps on girls are super cute. But anyway, yeah, like I just want to be a part of the movement that's going to inspire less, less effort and work for women to just exist in this world. So I'll be out here with my naked toenails. (laughs) It's just, that's my hot take for, that's not even that unpopular. That can't be that unpopular. If you disagree with me, okay. And also, like, I recognize that there is something special about getting a pedicure before you go on vacation. Like, it just, it makes the vacation feel like it starts early when you get the pedicure. You know, it's just like, "Mm, okay, we've basically left. Like, we're in vacation mode now. But at the same time, I don't know about you, every time I did that, three weeks later, I'm just looking at chipped toenail polish and it looks like garbage, you know? So, yeah, I just, I haven't done it. 
just haven't done it since before the pandemic and we're out here thriving. Granted, my husband gets horrified because mm, I'm not going to actually go into detail about my toenails. Look at me tacked. That was impulse control right there. I stopped myself from sharing too much information about my toes. (laughs) So you're welcome. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up today. I know today's podcast was a little bit shorter. The truth is I have some stuff I'm working on. I am creating this really cool program called Three Day Slay and it's totally free. Okay. And it allows you to sample some hip body stuff. So it allows you our most popular program, Hot Girl Runner. You're going to get to do a workout from Hot Girl Runner. You're going to get to do a cardio roulette. And I can't remember what I chose for the last one. I chose something else. I can't remember, but, um, it gives you kind of a sampler along with a super yummy and easy meal plan that's results driven. And so you're actually able to like, you're going to get results in three days from this. Is it going to be math? No, it's three freaking days. You're not going to get that much of results, but you're going to like, Oh snap. Okay. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling tighter. I'm feeling good. You know what I mean? Like you're going to feel that. Okay. And my goal is just to give you that little, like oomph and like maybe a little foundation of like some different styles of workout so you can take that information and like run with it on your own or if you like love the hot girl runner program we're actually going to like take that one and make it a standalone program where you could just sign up for that which I'm really excited about or of course you can join hit bodies and get access to not just hot girl runner but like you can get access to everything and work out live with me every day so yeah it just it kind of gives you like hey, here's some, here's some little things you can do and hopefully get you some good education and foundation so that you can run with it on your own or join us at Hit Bodies because we would love to have you. So that is what I'm working on tonight. And I'm trying to get this like up and running here soon. It's just, it takes longer than I expect. So I love you. Thank you for listening to the podcast and have a wonderful week. Bye.